Today's Bachelor Party B-Side is brought to you by the upcoming film, The Spy Who Dumped Me. The hilarious action comedy follows two best friends, played by Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon, who become entangled in an international conspiracy when one of them discovers the boyfriend who dumped her was actually a spy. Get your tickets to The Spy Who Dumped Me, also starring Justin Theroux and Sam Hewen in theaters August 3rd. And now let's batch. Welcome to Bachelor Party. It's the B-side. It's the dog days of The Bachelorette. But yeah, there's some stuff I want to get into. And who better to do it with than my coworker, Liz Kelly. Hi, Liz. Hi, Juliet. I didn't give you really any notice that you'd be on this podcast. So are you nervous? Um, I, I'm always nervous when I come on this podcast. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I'm, I'm ready to talk Bachelor. Um, you're a huge noted Blake fan. He's in the final two. Where do you stand with Blake right now? I was wrong about pretty much everything about this season, except for Blake. I stand by, even with this week's episode, I stand by him. I think that the vulnerability that it takes to be on the show and the emotion that he's put into this season is normal. I mean, he's falling in love. He's a man in love. And you can't fault him for like being scared and worried. And the one, I think he's getting a bad edit, honestly, in these last two episodes. What moments made you think that? When she picked Garrett first in the final rose ceremony with just the two of them, yeah. the close-up of his face where it's like his eyes were like literally staring into her soul wanting it's, to kill her. <laughs> Garrett is just creepy and I don't understand why she doesn't see it. Garrett is too smiley and is obviously hiding something deep down because he's like too giggly. She's He's kind of just like her though, if they, you think about it. They, are a, they do have a lot in common. She's now in a long line of bachelorette leads who's recipient of the final or the first impression rose goes on to the finals. We don't know if Garrett wins yet, but it's just something I think there's like a, like a physical attraction that she kind of can't get past. That's yeah. All the, the initial that first rose is, is like who you think is the hottest. And yeah, of, course, of course they're going to be there at the fantasy suite episode. Like it makes sense that that's such a popular trend in the show. Um, although I wish it wasn't with Garrett. I, wish, I know. I wish they weren't trying to paint him as like this perfect pair because we know about him. I mean, like, I no one wants this to happen, I feel like. It's been a tough season because there's so much outside of the show that you can't ignore. Yeah. It's made it hard to talk about in like a pure way. Like Bachelor Party started as like a recap show basically. Mm-hmm. And like, so it's like, but it's just impossible to do that without acknowledging what's happening outside of the show. It's like when other shows, um, the, the showrunners get really vocal or just kind of the, like there's like whole atmosphere around the program itself that you can't ignore. And that's what's happened this season. It's been a part of every episode of this podcast covering mm-hmm. Lauren's season. Or I keep calling her Lauren. It's really? Becca. I don't know why, but I just keep calling her Lauren. But you know what? It makes you appreciate the pure contestant so much more. Yes. Like, Jason, I don't know how I slept on him this entire season. <laughs> Something happened deep within me this last episode. Really? When the, yeah. I, I love him now, and I'm so sad that I didn't pay attention more. But he's one well, of those Well, he didn't guys. get a lot of screen time. It's true. I know. He was up, but he was just like a good guy, right? Like yeah. nothing bad happened. He didn't do anything like to to make you hate him. And then of course she cuts him and breaks his heart. What do you think was the was the uh, the straw that broke the camel's back for Becca and Jason? Well, now I can't stop thinking. Right before we started courting, Bill yeah. came in and gave a, a take that now I can't stop thinking about. I feel like that Bill suggested that perhaps Becca didn't like Jason's family. But I can't understand why. 
Right. And his family was great, I th- thought. There's a couple of things. She And talking about Garrett, she's always like, he reminds me so much of my father. Mm-hmm. So perhaps Jason is like too different from, from her, like her way of life or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they also, like to me, were the most like recognizable people. I'm like, oh yeah, I can hang with them. Like they seem yeah. fun. So and the other thing about Becca, this show downplays, other reality shows um, play into it a lot. Like Survivor is very... Uh, has a lot of very religious or fairly religious mm. contestants. Becca is definitely like a practicing Christian and she kind of alludes to it, but never speaks about it concretely. And I wonder if like that is part of how, what she seeks for. What are the other Looks two guys' stances on that? I, I don't know. Okay. Because they haven't really made it a part of the show. Yeah. But I have heard that the Colton and Tia connection was partially because they both were religious. Oh, okay. And I think that like, and and Ben was pretty religious. Mm-hmm. I think that Lauren- um, So was Rachel- out. Wasn't she? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like Rachel, hometowns. her hometown was to her church, and yeah. it looked awesome. Yeah, it did. It's interesting. Like that's a kind of another. That's another part of the show that they they've decided to like not play into, similar to what's happening outside. Yeah. Is the kind of religious aspect. It would change it a lot, but it, it's kind of like it's interesting with someone like Colton and with the fantasy suite stuff because it's kind of, you would think it's like a more chaste way of approaching the dating. Right. But I will say in defense of my man, like Blake seemed <laughs> very moved by that time that they spent um, on that one-on-one right before they went on the fantasy suite. All the spiritual aspects of that date, you know, the no touching, blah, blah, blah. Feels like, I don't know, he could get into it. I'm, I'm rooting for them and they won't work. I know that she's not going to pick him and it doesn't I'm in denial. Likely. Because he's not going to be the next Bachelor. He's way too emotional and attached, I feel like. Yeah. I, I don't think he should be The Bachelor. You love him. Do you think he'd be good? No. I, I, I don't think. I think just one solid relationship. I wish she would pick him so that he would, like, not be totally crushed at the end of this. I'm worried about him when she picks Garrett. But, no, there's no way. Him falling in love with two women, him breaking women's hearts every Blake. week. That will crush <laughs> him. That will literally destroy that man. I We know a lot about Becca and Garrett's dating histories. Mm-hmm. First of all, are you disturbed by how similar Garrett is to Becca's ex and Becca is to Garrett's ex? Oh, yeah. I saw that picture. Um no, because uh, everyone's got everyone, a type. Yeah, everyone's got a type. I think if you did that rundown of almost everyone, a lot of people's exes would look somewhat similar. Um, so no, I'm, I'm not alarmed by that. But I just feel that, she, you know, this is kind of like as this winds down, she's going to pick him. And Blake will literally, I mean, did you see the teaser for next week's episode? Like she was like, I can't believe I did mm-hmm. that. I'm a monster. Yes. That's obviously her letting go. Of, I feel like, of, I don't of know. Of Blake, probably. Yeah. Although, you know, she compared what she did to Jason as I just did to him what Ari did to me. It's completely not true. Oh yeah. I didn't get, I didn't get that at all. But they loved that clip. They played that clip all season. I know. I was so ready when she was in that dress. I was like, something good is going to happen. And then. Poor guy. I know. She didn't, I discussed this with Lauren on Monday. She did not wear a good outfit for Blake at all. I mean, for Jason, excuse me. No, she did not. Um, I just think there could be, I think Jason is the best bet for The Bachelor right now. What about Peter Krause? Can we bring him back? I think the country is still not ready to let him go. I think that The Bachelor does not like, like the, the powers that be, as they say. Oh. Like, I think that Peter was like playing hardball. But do you really want a trainer to be The Bachelor? I mean, He's they a all basically look like trainers at this point. I don't know what happened. When did this trend start that every single Bachelor contestant looks like a bodybuilder? Um, I think it's an Instagram era thing, you know? Oh, like, yeah. There's a certain kind of look that is really popular here in LA. Like, that's uh, kind of what I refer to as the riffraff. <laughs> that, that, the riffraff of Los Angeles. That is also a big part of the Bachelor style. I mean, Peter, because he has the gaps in his teeth, makes him look a little bit more authentic, like mm-hmm. a little bit less perfect. 
<laughs> like perfect teeth have become just this re- this like pervasive style, I think, as a result of people who try to look good for Instagram. I guess you're right. And what really proved that was when they, this past season, when they went on that um, date where they were all lumberjacks and yeah. they were chopping wood, every single one of those guys had too easy of a job doing that. I felt terrible for that one tech guy. I'm blanking on his name. John. But yeah. Like, comparatively, it's hard. So I think John makes a splash in Bachelor in Paradise. Really? I think, and if he doesn't make a splash, at least he makes a lot of friends. There's a lot coming out about, like, the people who are hanging out together uh-huh. since the show. Like, for example, in our... We are in Hollywood, and when we have our staff members come to visit, they usually say at Mama Shelter, there's a picture of Chris, Wills, and jo- and Grocer Joe, who were all hanging out at the Mama Shelter roof bar. I'm ready for Joe. I'm ready for Joe's time in the sun. I, think, I really am. <laughs> I think we're literally going to get it on Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> First of all, um, there are some like behind-the-scenes shots of Becca uh, like taking him shopping. I think back in like April or May. I'm pretty sure that was like probably a pre-Paradise something that they recorded that will be aired. So I think we are going to get a lot of Joe because people are really into him. Yeah. I think that the Paradise, because there is not really a clear front runner for Bachelor right now, I really think Paradise will be like a testing ground and to see who's popular. If Joe does not come out of it with a strong relationship, it could definitely be him. People are like so enthused about him. Yeah. I don't, I don't completely know why. Like, I really wanted to love him because I love grocery stores. Yeah. But it's not like we got a lot from him that then it's true, but we the didn't I- see. It's the idea of grocery store, George, like, Joe. I, I think everyone now is like, they're all these quasi, like, Instagram influencers. He is, again, a pure contestant. And it's I feel true. like we need more of those. It's, that's, a, that's a good point. Like, he didn't bring a big social media profile with him. Right. He didn't mm-hmm. look great. It didn't really matter. I'm and also rooting for Bibiana. I'm also rooting for Bibiana. And she's been, like, hanging around L.A. There's a picture of her with Jason. I think that she's, like, she Jason, may have like, moved here. J- yeah. The Jason we're talking about? The Jason we're talking about. Oh. I kind of like that pairing. Interesting. I, I know. Okay. I know. I like it as well. Um, But she, I think, is like very, as a result of being on Winter Games and then Paradise, she's like very firmly in Bachelor Nation. You're right. Yes. No, she'll do better at the beach. I feel like she just has like a personality that fits the the beach (laughs) atmosphere more than like, you know, learning how to ski. The poor girl struggled through that season. It's true. She also was seen hanging out with Grocer Joe. They were in Santa Monica. Whoa, I love it. She might be the most popular contestant in like recent memory. Really? I also think Kendall at the beach, like with like all of her like cool frilly tops, like will... Do we'll you follow her on Instagram? No, but I check in on these people all the I time. I check in, too. I, I have a very, <laughs> very strong check-in game on, like, Same. both, like, like reality celebrities and also, like, people who I don't know but, like, I know of. Yeah. Like, friends of friends or, like, third-degree friends. Very strong check-in game. I check in on almost everyone. The only person I truly follow is Baca, Becca Martinez. I unfollowed Baca. Why? I like her, obviously. Hoping yeah. to get her back on the show again soon. I just felt her content was overwhelming. Although with the mute button mm-hmm. now on Instagram, it's a real game changer. It's true. I was thinking about, we were talking about reality TV shows a little bit earlier today, me and you. Yeah. You're like, what other reality TV do you watch? And it's really only this and then the Kardashians, which I know you hate. But I feel like everyone's Instagram stories are so long these days. So I watch too long. an equivalent of an, a TV, like an episode of TV every night. Amanda Dobbins often says that Instagram is her television, like the yeah. explore page That's and all that. But like, it makes me feel actively bad about myself. Like sometimes I'll just think I need to log out. This has to go. Because okay. Instagram lies. Like so much of what you see is just completely fake. And I think mm-hmm. it's a particular problem here in LA with aspiring actresses, models, 
reality stars are trying to like keep their careers going. Mm-hmm. First of all, the ones on The Bachelor, they get paid. So I kind of understand why they do it. But like, there's so many other people that just, there's a very specific look that actually to me started on YouTube for like fan music videos or whatever. A lot of lens flare, a lot mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. palm trees and ocean in the background. Yeah. And now it has moved to Instagram and it's usually with like a guy without his shirt on or like a woman <laughs> in a bikini or something. Right. Or women like use the filters on Instagram. Unironically, they use it for like 10 stories at a time. And it's like they have cat ears and they're talking, you know, Jen Meyer. There's a lot of people who do that and they're all women. Like Jen Meyer. Deep, yeah. deep pull. Toby McGuire's ex. Yeah. I follow a lot of weird people on she's Instagram. She's very, she's, I mean, she has a jewelry line, right? That's she her does. thing. Yeah. She has a lot of famous friends. That's why I follow, I follow like that and whole she, crew. Also, She's like a Brentwood person, right? She is, yeah. Yes. Got to pull from my people. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> JK, that's not that's not my people. I it's can't okay. have that be. It's okay if it is. LeBron James is now a Brentwood person. I know. I'm excited. I think he's moving close to my parents. I know where his homes are. I feel like I'm not going to say it. Okay. It seems like not nice. But he did shoot this restaurant of Votrasante into the like stratosphere. Mm. Bad restaurant of all the restaurants in Brentwood and Santa Monica and like that in like the Santa Monica Canyon area and the Palisades. It's like in the bottom tier. I, what, what, did he get any breakfast recommendations? Like, come I on. I don't know. What car should I look out for? What kind of car is he going to be driving around LA? It's such an excellent question. I think that LeBron contractually uh, has a deal with Kia, but I, hi- Kia? I highly doubt what he drives a Kia. Hell? I don't believe he drives a Kia, though, so I, I actually don't know what to tell you. I would have believed a Batmobile before a Kia. That's insane. I know. Every G-Wagon I see in Brentwood, I always try to peer up see, and it's I don't never even, a celebrity. I don't even know what a G-Wagon is. What a is Mercedes that? A Mercedes G-Wagon. It's like the car of oh. the like, like A-list celebrities, basically, because you can tint oh. the windows really easily. Oh. Hmm. Not to bring them up again, but the Kardashians have like a thousand different <laughs> versions of it. Um, yeah, every time I see you should look it up. You'll be like, oh, this is a celebrity car. Um, interesting. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I have some more bachelor topics I want to hit, but first let's talk about today's sponsor, HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers your favorite step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. They have three plans to choose from, including classic, veggie, and family. Each box is delivered right to your door in recyclable, insulated packaging and made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms and high-rated, trusted sources. Plus, with simple recipes outlined on pictured step-by-step instruction cards, you can feel confident in your cooking. There are even lots of one-pot recipes that require minimal cleanup, so you can spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping each week and get that time back to do more of what you love. You've probably seen your favorite Bachelor stars doing HelloFresh on Instagram. I have, and then I got to try it, and it's so easy. I've had some great meals, including some chicken burgers, some more veggie-focused ones. It's easy. It's there when you get home from work. If you've got a job, it's really a great way to expedite the dinner process when you get home, even if you have a family. So if this interests you, you can get $30 off your first week of HelloFresh by visiting HelloFresh.com slash BachelorParty30 and entering the code BachelorParty30. That's HelloFresh.com slash BachelorParty30. Offer code BachelorParty30 for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. Liz, if you follow all these people on on social, did you notice that they all went to Bermuda last weekend? Who's they all? Like all the Bachelorette contestants and Bachelor contestants? Who are we talking about? Like what am I missing? <laughs> it was a lot of people from Nick's season. I know about it oh. primarily because of of Rachel, who I love. 
Yes, I love Rachel, but you know how I feel about Nick, and I know I can't really talk about my feelings freely you, on this podcast. You can, but I, I pledged to Nick that I would start defending him more because we are friends. Good for you. Yeah, I no, do, that's hard for I you. Do, I do, I like Nick a lot. He's also is like a good friend and really also enjoys um, soup dumplings, as do I. So okay. I would say the basis of our non-bachelor re- relationship is the fact that we both like dim sum. <laughs> And so I understand that he's a, a lightning rod, but Nick yeah. is a good guy. The only people I like, like in that, like stratosphere is really Ashley and Jared. And I followed them. And then. Did you read their New York Times Q&A? No. Oh, there was a Q&A with them in the, in the Times uh, a few days ago. It was pretty long. Um, They're doing so much press. I don't understand. Yeah, it was a lot. A lot of press. Honestly, this is a good way for them to get to know each other, though, is talking at one time about each other. I guess so. But, Do they have to answer questions about the other person? Um, they asked like some some questions that, like for one of them, the writer's named Carla Gray, and uh, she said, "Jared, when did it hit you that you were in love?" And he said, "October 2015." And she responded like October 4th, and then he gives like this long answer that he's actually even before about um, when they were like hanging out before a charity event and mm. whatever, and all these and all these different times and he's like gone back and I think applied a little bit of a revisionist history to like I <laughs> yeah. knew I loved you when I know like, I'm sorry like Jerry it's really sweet if I were her I would I'd love it. it up. I think she is I'm sure she is I hope she is yeah. I like them both and I hope them to be happy but this is definitely like a very performative engagement and yeah. that just makes me nervous and this is what we'll see on Bachelor in Paradise right them getting engaged on the show yeah yeah okay. I think so and then I don't know when their actual wedding will happen. They should stay engaged for a long time. They're like both really nice people. So it's kind of hard to watch this unfold because it's very difficult to not be cynical about it. I know. And we talked about this before. I'm ready for them to get married in the next six months, start having babies. Like I need them to go at the same speed because why not? <laughs> they started this fast. It's going to, I mean, you might as well go full throttle on this. It's definitely true. But so back to the Bermuda trip. Yeah. So Rachel and like Astrid and just like a lot of reality stars and just like Instagram stars uh-huh. all went to an island in Bermuda and it was sponsored by Revolve, the shopping website. Oh, okay. I think yeah. it's called Revolve Beach. And I think the point of it was to sell bikinis basically. Cause like you could see they all were like, I'm loving being here in Bermuda in my Kendall and Kylie yellow bikini. Like, oh check it God. out. <laughs> and it was, it's a pretty, interesting like satellite of bachelor nation it's like an island off the coast of bachelor nation where they mingle with other people of their kind that we're not used to seeing them with and it really took over instagram for like basically three days very effective marketing but it's just such a weird like contortion or permutation of this bachelor world yeah i'm kind of shocked that revolve did that because i'm familiar with like the revolve around the world they bring like jen atkin everywhere they bring like song style all these instagram influencers yes and i'm kind of shocked that they like started bringing in people in the bat in the well, fold i think they just they do build these strong followings and also i think there's like a friendship that people buy into like the bachelor subreddit thrives when there's pictures of these people hanging out together. It's why right. I know about Viviana hanging out with all the, right. all the dudes. So and who, so I think like people care about the, I think we're reaching a new stage of bachelor world where people care about the relationships that develop after the show as much as what they see on the show. It's like, this happened with the challenge a lot oh, on absolutely. TV. absolutely. The people I'm most invested in actually more so than Jared Nashley is Lily McManus and mm-hmm. Courtney Dover from 
Winter Games. <laughs> They're still together, right? Yeah, still together, still very much in love. I watched her, I don't know how much, 10 minutes of screen time that she got that whole season. And I follow the both of them. I want them to come back in some way. Um, but yeah, I'm extremely invested in them and I barely even saw them. I know. People like, really care now. Yeah. It's interesting. It's like a whole sort of second life. You know, do you know what second life is? No. It was a plot line also on The oh, Office. Oh, on The Office. Yes. Yeah, that's, that, yeah. That was, however, that was real. <laughs> that was a real thing. Dwight Schrute didn't make it up. That is the only way I know that, Second Life. It's, re- it's real, though. I used to joke around a lot about Second Life when I was in college. Um, it's like a whole Second Life for these reality stars, no, particularly really from is. The Bachelor. And there's so many of them. It's actually surprising there's not more relationships that develop between the character, the actors. You must think that there's so many secret hookups that happen. They meet up in almost every city like once a month at least. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot that happens. bar tours. I'm hopeful for Blake in particular that maybe he'll find a nice girl out of this. I'm trying to think if he doesn't win. world that like I would, you know, that's good enough for him and I (laughs) honestly can't think of one but I know he's going to get his heart broken so I guess falling in love again would be the next best option. Uh, I I hope so as well. Um, who else are you excited to see in Paradise? Have you been keeping up with the news? Yeah, I don't want to see Jordan at all. I'm Me excited neither. I'm for glad Will. you feel that way. I have no interest. Yeah, absolutely no interest. Um, I'm not excited, honestly, for Kendall. Um, but I'm interested to see if Astrid has a personality, maybe outside of Nick's season. I heard she does. Rachel was Rachel's really tight with her and uh-huh. said that she's going to be really good. So I'm excited about that. Who else is going? Um, those We only know like the first people so far. The biggest surprise is that Bacaw's not going. And I know. I have a feeling it was not necessarily on her own terms. So we're going to find out. I'm going to get to the bottom of both her. Really? I, we'll find out. I mean, she obviously didn't make it seem that way. But. I was so pleasantly surprised when she came out with that news. I love that it was like a social media announcement that she was dating someone. Well, she's 23. It's like her lingua franca, you know? That's how that's how <laughs> you make, that's how you communicate. That's true. That's when you know it's real. <laughs> yeah, but absolutely. He's really nice, really like down to earth, like not interested in kind of the world that she's like entered in in the mm-hmm. last year um, and it'll be interesting to see how like what is he going to start chilling like you know rock climbing boots I don't know I, I don't know how this is going to play out in this social how does this benefit his climbing gym yeah <laughs> it's a great question um, one thing I've been meaning to address and I, I don't think I have and then we'll wrap it up is the editing of Becca this season it seems like every time there's been like a big reaction it's um, like a, a weird edit. Like we've talked a little bit about how she didn't actually uh, get up when Colton told her that he was a virgin. She didn't. She she got up later that night to go pee and they made, they cut it together to make it seem like she left like right after. Yeah. So it's kind of funny that I, I think that Becca, like by and large, people still like her a lot. I think the biggest criticism is this season is boring and like no one likes Garrett. Yeah. But it's interesting that she's kind of getting, they're trying to give her more of like a harsh personality that she than she has. And she doesn't even have a harsh personality at all. Like she's just so even keeled. Why are they doing that to her? And then Garrett, they, I just feel like they're painting him as too nice of a guy to maybe even do recon work on like who he I know. Really is. I think they also make him seem a little needy, which I bet he's actually not at all. You know what? I want to also give credit to Jason. He had the most up-close shots of his face I've ever seen in this history of this TV show while he was trying to hold back tears. I don't know why the, the camera decided to do that. His face was taking up at like every inch of my television screen. I know, we did get a lot of like his schnoz as well. Yeah, but then I was like, okay, you're really good looking. If you can handle like that camera angle at that. So he's really improved his look since he was on the show. Like he has, a, he cut his hair a little bit, yeah, not quite as slick back. It look, He looks a lot better. I mean, not that he ever looked bad, but he just looked like 
a, like a like a character from the 90s to me. And now yeah. he's entered the 21st century. But he did get a good edit. So I guess Becca's and Blake is really the only the only people that are being treated unfairly. I don't even think Blake's being treated unfairly. I have so many more questions about Blake's family, though. Like, they just mm. didn't really dive into the whole dynamic with his parents now. Well, that was such a heavy hometown anyway. There was so much to unpack there. I know. Between that and then very, they really went to the school. Very hard to convert that into, like, meaningful time together because there's so much to express. And, like, you can't work through it. You can't, yeah. you can't like, you know. I'm sure she felt, like, so— I If mean, I were her, I'd be like, well, I have a lot of follow-up questions. And I don't want to just, like— question you or cross-examine you about what it was like to be involved in both a school shooting and, like, a scandal at your school and in your hometown. So, like, I just feel like Blake is someone who doesn't lend himself to a reality show. He's too complex, which is, like, a good sign for Blake. Mm -hmm. If you have depth, you're not going to work out well on this show. I'm, like, smiling to your ears. You're talking about him. Yeah, no, I Liz, we'll get you some FaceTime with Blake. Blake, if you're listening, we really want you to come in. But I'm confident we can make it happen. There's, You know who I was also wrong about is Jordan, he t- last time I was on, I was like, oh my God, he's in my top five. I think he's so cute. He turned out to be, I mean, not Jordan, David. The, David. Um, I felt the same way too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was disappointing. All I these know. people are just blowing up in flames and then I'm going to see them all in like two weeks in paradise. It's okay. Then you'll re- everyone gets a, a re- like a makeover and a redo. I'm on a paradise. roller coaster. I am taking it for every turn. <laughs> roller coaster every- of emotion. Uh, Liz, thank you so much. We'll be back on Monday. It's the men tell all hoping to get some good guests in for that and thanks again to the spy who dumped me thanks again to the spy who dumped me catch me lacunas and kate mckinnon as best friends turn to international spies as they race through several european capitals all while being hunted by a host of top secret operatives that either want to help them get rid of them or both don't forget to get your tickets to see this summer's hottest action comedy in theaters august 3rd i'll be back monday talk to you then